I don't know if you've seen, but there was a music video released really recently um, compared to the release of this podcast. And it's amazing. It's called Meta. Well, the answer is called Meta and the track's called Mama's Eyes. And it's like match cut central. There's so many match cuts, but it's super, super smooth. The flow of the music video is wonderful. It's by an editor called Vid Price. And I'm going to break down the editing of that music video with you today so that you can understand the match cut and how to do it really, really well. All right, let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to the video editing podcast from Unsplice with me, your host, Shiny, and thank you very much for joining me today. I'm pretty excited about this episode. However, I have to pre-warn you that this is going to be a video first episode. Now, of course, if you're listening to this without video, you can listen along. However, the principles and, well, the visuality of a match cut can only be explained by looking at the video itself. So here's my advice to you. If you're not already watching this on YouTube, then head to YouTube and watch this podcast episode on YouTube. Or if you're listening on Spotify, there is a a video version of this very same podcast. So you can pause it right now and then head to Spotify and you'll find the video version. You'll be able to see the video version and continue watching the video. And I highly recommend you do so because it just won't make sense as an audio only. That is, you know, that's the price of running a video editing podcast, right? It's a visual form. So this is one of those rare episodes I highly recommend. And in fact, it's imperative that you watch the video. Head there, check it out, and we can comment and and talk about it together. So um, the video in question is called... uh, Mama's Eyes by Meta, and it's edited by an editor called Vid Price. He's um, pretty well known in, in London, does a lot of music videos, commercials, and these sorts of things. And um, he uses tons of match cuts to create a seamless, energetic edit with shots that are only very few frames long. But when you watch it, you never get lost or confused. So if you can master these edits, then your videos will feel polished and professional. And you'll be able to see that in the video that we break down. Uh, You'll also increase audience engagement and you'll know which shots work perfectly together with the last one. If If you understand the match cut, and there are many different types of cuts. This is one particular type of cut, the match cut. And there are many different types of match cuts. Um, and if you can finesse even just this one, then you will definitely begin to get compliments on your work. 
Let's take a look at the video and talk about it a little bit more. I'm going to head over to, if you don't mind, I'm going to head over to Premiere Pro and play the video. Whitney and Shaka, no one can ever be put above you. Mm. I always believe you open my eyes if you say it's all right. Now I'm here at Heathrow, something is super trying to catch my flight. So you can see that there are tons of match cuts, one after the other, super fast paced. Some of them are only a few frames long. And I want to break down the flow of this match cut. So let's go back to an early point in the video. Now I'm going to turn the audio off, if you don't mind, because I don't want to get a takedown notice from YouTube. And then we can go back and take a look at some of the editing. So I'm going to play this back in real time and then we'll slow it down and go through frame by frame and we can talk about the match cuts that are happening as the video progresses. All right, let's go. So this is playing back in real time and you can see how the movements of the hands are what is causing this continuous flow. So let's go to back a little bit and break it down frame by frame. So starting here, this pose that she has adopted is very, very similar to the next photo. And it uses loads of archive footage as well as um, photos to create this flow. So the position, the body position, the um, framing as well, you've got the framing of the chest and the chest here are all in the same spot. And so what's also happening is we've been pre-primed with these arms in these angles, in the hands on the hips angles. And so what we're seeing is a reflection of that as each shot. progresses. And so this is creating, and again, it's all in the same area, creating this flow from each shot. And let's count how many frames each for each photograph is. So one, two, three, four, that was it, three frames, three frames. And the next photo, again, same angles of the, the elbow, one frame, two, three, three frames, again, equal, same angles of the elbows, one, two, three frames. And again, one, two, three frames. And then we go back to the footage and she has adopted in, we're in the same framing and we've got these angles. And funnily enough, this here, has is reflected in this arm movement here and then she brings it down in this movement so uh framing then of all of these shots is right your eye is exactly the same position it's taking up this entire frame here and then when we get to this shot we have a torso shot of a sculpture and then torso shot of the artist, same framing, 
all the same. And so this shot in the middle is one, two, three, four, five, four frames. It's a flash. It really doesn't last very long at all. Let's play that back in real time. So the amount of time it's on frame is hardly perceptible. And um, really what we're paying attention to is the action that is happening on screen, which is these arms moving down. And so we have this shot of the torso is reflected. So skip a shot, next shot, same torso framing. And then this shot, which is just before, we have this action movement going down and then it continues. This is the same shot, but the arm continues and our eye is drawn to the action. Now the framing of this next shot shows how we have the body angle the same as previous. Slightly different framing. Our eyes have to move up ever so slightly to match. So this is going forward and her arms go down. And then the next shot, her arms are going up, but our eyes have to go up. So this is the previous shot. Our eyes have to go up from here to here to catch her. And so naturally our arms go up to the arms and then the arms go down and then she goes down and her arms have adopted this angle. So with all of these motifs of the angled arms, when they're played back in time after time, we have uh, this, let's go back and play it. We have this smooth movement with the eye framing and the movement of everything that's going on. That was like two, maybe like three seconds. And a lot of thought has gone into the exact frames that are in that edit. Three frames. Each image was three frames long. And the specific frames that have been chosen have had a lot of thought that go into them. And that's what creates this match cut flow. It's this movement of action from one frame to the next. So our eyes um, follow the action as it flows through the image. So I'm just scrolling again. Um, in this case, the action goes down, down, and then in the next shot, the action goes down again. And if you look at this cut between two frames, two different takes of the same movement, slightly different framing, it would be odd because normally if you're gonna do a jump cut, um, it could be a little jarring unless it's more than a 30% difference in the size, in the scale of the image. So naturally, this jump cut would feel a little awkward. Certainly if it wasn't a music video, it would. But because we have this action, this, you know, the movement of the arm coming in here as we go forward and we cut 
on the action of her licking her lips, licking her fingers, that gives us such a smooth movement. And then the next shot is the same action, exactly the same hand, same position, even though the framing is off, we're going from here down here. So we're having to move our eyes down. Even though naturally that wouldn't be perfect flow because we are matching on the action, this action of the hand going in and up here, licking and then going up, that creates a flow. It's a flow of action. So those that covers two different types of match cut already. We've got an action match cut, the one that we just looked at where she licks her fingers. Let's play that back. That's an action match cut because you're matching the action from one shot to the next. And if we go back, we have these types of match cuts, which is all about the framing and where your eye is looking and this, these triangle motifs here. So two different types of match cuts already. Let's fast forward very quickly and I'm just going to play this through at normal speed and then break it down a little bit. Now, it's not quite the same without the audio. I get that. Uh, but you can appreciate even without the audio and the beat triggering our brains what to expect and what to absorb. It still makes sense. Sometimes you, I mean, you can use music to mask edits and um, music videos is the perfect example of that. But in this case, uh, the editing still flows and feels super smooth even without the music. Um, and that is because of the match cuts and the precision that the match cuts are done. So watching this back, let's break down this um, little break, break down the breakdown. After this um, bit of thunder, which comes on from a different take, it would have been shot on a different take on the day. Um, that comes in and it matches because you can see the exact position of her body from one shot to the next is exactly the same. And this shot here is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten frames, but we have a flash of thunder there. So it works. And that's because we have this framing the exact same framing, the exact same shape. So going forward, this breakdown here, the dance moves are exactly the same. Even though the framing of the shots is different, we are matching the action. So we've got an action match cut here. From one shot to the next, the dancing feels smooth. And even when we change the camera angle to go from front on to wide, the action of the people in the frame is matching the action 
on screen. From one shot to the next. So we're going down and around here with this. And then you can see that this, in the next shot, this arm goes down and this arm comes out. So I'm going to go back. This arm comes down and this one, let me just go forward. And now this continues this movement. This is obviously on purpose in the, in the, in the edit. And if you notice the back dancer's arm goes down this way. So uh, you could, the reason that we perceive we're perceiving this one instead of the back dancer is because they are quite literally at the front. <clears throat> so our eye perceives what is most important, this red arm here. Okay, what's next? We follow it and it goes this way. But the where our eye is looking from one shot to the next is here. You know, we're here, the arm goes down here. We're watching this movement. Our eye is around about this area. So on this shot, from here to here, our eye continues then that path <clears throat> over here. Um, and with the archive footage is in even more incredible because uh, we can't orchestrate the archive footage. We have to just bring in whatever we can and use it however we can. Uh, so the trigger that kind of pulls it, makes it work exactly at the point it is, is her hand here coming up. So her hand comes up. I'm going to go back a few frames. This arm goes down. This arm comes up. It's that movement. And it's only one, two frames long. And as soon as her hand reaches there, the hand of the polar bear is up. You know, either one, both works, but also we have this framing, this like here, you know, and again here, the next shot here and here, these triangle formations or formation of the shot from one to the next works. Also, the color really helps. This is a pale color uh, and then in the background of the dancers and then the pale color of the archive footage. Now that we're in the archive footage, it's easy to go to another one. Here they are, same position, same arms out, fighting, same color. That's what makes these two shots work. We've got a bear and an eagle, bear and an eagle, both brown, both the same color. And then again, brown of a lion and a lioness, it looks like. Same color, same framing. Eyes are in the center here, looking at here. Eyes are in the center here. Eyes are looking at this. Eyes are looking at this. That's how we get the framing of this to work perfectly. And when we cut back to the dancers, we have these fingers, these hands here and here in the frame. And if we look at the previous frame, we have a claw. We have a claw coming in here. So it feels smooth and the action flows perfectly. Now, I'm going to play that whole section back again so you can appreciate it. Now you're, you've, we've gone through it frame by frame, you can appreciate how each shot works. You can see they're cutting on action, 
action match cut and framing match cut. And that's it. That was as quick as it is. Now, most people will, when they are choosing shots, will just watch the footage back and then choose the best bit from that take. They'll just go, oh, that was, that was a good bit. That was really interesting. I'll just take that, drop it on the timeline, wherever it feels right. And if you look at most music videos, that's kind of how it, the thought process, it seems, that creates these videos. Um, but by being incredibly particular and choosing the exact frames, as we saw from the video, three frames long, um, that work perfectly with the shot before it, you get a polished result like this. That's why it's so important to know each type of cut and how to use them. That's a match cut is just one cut of eight. Once you understand the importance, you understand the fundamentals of each type of cut, you can see that this would work when it would work, when the match cut would work in a music video or in a documentary or in a commercial, even a YouTube video. And that is the kind of information that you will find in the Creative Storyteller program. And within the Creative Storyteller program, there is a module, an entire module on flow. And so that is where you will learn a little bit more about a match cut and all the other types of cuts. So head to unsplice.com forward slash story to learn more about the Creative Storyteller program. I hope you have enjoyed this breakdown. It's been really, really great fun to sort of break this down. It's an amazing edit. Mad respect for Vid Price. Um, he's an incredible editor. And it's been really fun to break this down with you. Hopefully you understand a lot more about Match Cut now and um, how it's used to great effect in this music video. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And I'll do more of these. If you liked it, let me know in the comments and I'll, um, I'll see you next week. Thanks very much.